When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Michael Talks to Everybody is back. I ain't went no place. I've been sitting here waiting for y'all to come back. That's the story. I'm sitting there. What do these people want? Cut this thing on and listen to me. Hey, it's another beautiful day on the planet. I'm your boy, Michael Callia. And you know, I talk to everybody today. I'm talking to an awesome radio personality, voiceover master. His voice is just pure gold and just a great guy. Uh, you can hear him on Heart and Soul. I think that's 48. Is it 48 or 49? 48. 48. 48. 49. Soul Town, right? That's right. Soul Town. Who came up with that name? So Soul Town. That's a nigga. That's as black as that's a Negroidian Soul Town. You almost feel like you need a biscuit in your hand when you even say that. Uh so host wholesome. But I love Soul Town. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Um he's a the uh, host currently of Heart and Soul. He's a cartoon. Is it called Splat? What's your character's name? Did you do the voiceover? Yeah, I did a um Good Lord, man. You made me draw a blank. There was a cartoon that I was on called Dicktown. I played. Oh, I uh, think I missed that one. Mar- Marius Rigby. 
was my character's name. He was a farmer. He was a farmer. So Dicktown, just to clear that up, Dicktown was a uh, a nickname for a town in North Carolina called Richardsville. I was going to say it probably was Richardtown, and they shortened it. You know, it's funny because I was once uh, going back and forth joking with uh, 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 Little Richard. And he, boy, Little Richard, could, boy, he could signify. And he had said something about something I was wearing. And I said, don't play with me, Little Richard. I knew you before you, Little Richard. I knew you when you were still a little dick. And then he went, whoo! I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Brother, thank you, man, for coming. Thank you for showing up, man. I listen. I told you this, and I know you think I probably just say that. A couple people probably just you know, people say stuff just because they like you. Now, I'm saying this because I mean it, bro. I can't get out the car when you're playing. When your music is playing, the 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 lineup you have is so exquisite. I'll be like, sit in the car, right? I got to go to this meeting. And I'm like, okay, cool. Soon as this song's over, I'm getting out of here. It'd be over. I'd be getting ready to get out the car. I'm, Shit! You put another one on. I said, okay, okay. I'm just going to sit this, through this one. I hope it's a short version. Okay, cool. It's almost, oh, fuck. There's another one. So I'm stuck in the car. You are such a master at picking the music and also in your conversation with the people. Welcome you, to the show. Thank you. thank you. Thank you, brother. Always a pleasure, man. Glad to be here. And thank you for inviting me and having me on your platform. Yay. Thank you, brother. You know, I think you're a success. I always think success, success is defined by how much money you get. But... <laughs> Money or no money, uh, certain things define us as being successful in that field. How does a radio personality define success? Is it by the numbers, the people that watch? Is it, is it, uh, how, I don't know. How would you say, how do you know that you're successful at this? You, you know what, man? I, I don't, I don't know how somebody else would think, but I've always defined, um, success, not necessarily by money. But doing some things that you set out to to reach, you know, your goals. And I was always driven. I started doing radio from from 10th grade, man. I was in the 10th grade when wow. I started messing around with radio. I started off with a music group. Uh, my buddy calls me. He said, man, I'm about to be on the radio. Turn it on. So I turned the radio on. He's on there rapping about a contest that they were doing. So we get invited to the radio station. Okay. And, and I'm seeing the inner workings of this thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to do this. Mm. So from that point, that was my drive. I said, man, I got to be a radio personality because I always love music. And, and my voice started changing when I was 12 years old. So, you know, of course, I would hear people say, man, you sound like one of them dudes on the radio. So I think my, my mind was always on that and nothing deterred me from that dream. I don't care what you said, like you'll never make it. I turned all of that down. I said, I'm getting ready to make this happen. And because I was able to reach that goal, you know, I felt like I was a success. And, you know, you talked about money being a success. I wasn't making no money. Mm-mm. My first job paid me $6 an hour in a top 10 radio market. Top 10, wow. brother. $6 wow. an hour. It wasn't even $8. I mean, eight hours. It was four hours per day. But when I look back, Michael, that was some of the best days of my life, man. You, know, you learned. Absolutely. You learned a lot. And a lot of times, too, in, in situations like that, it's not the money. It's the positioning, man. Mm-hmm. You could position yourself to do the thing you really want to do, but sometimes you got to come in for a little less, do a little bit more. You know, yeah, that's man. why the sharpest people, they there before anybody else. You know, when we when my come on my morning show in the morning, it's a lady named Bonnie Chambers. It's three with Debbie. It's three, three women. They there before I get there. You know, I don't come in to check in until 30 minutes before the show. They already sitting there and started talking to each other. I said, y'all need to get each other's phone number. Don't make no damn sense that you <laughs> or pretend that y'all listen to my show. You talk to each other. So, so how, how 
How can what you do contribute to society? Man, you know what? That's that's a great question. And I'm going to tell you why that's a great question. Why is that? Because when, when I got on the radio, I used to tell my mother, because my father's a preacher. You met my dad years yes. ago. Yes. He's a preacher. So, you know, everybody expects you to do what your father does. Right. Mm. I would always hear that, man. You're going to be a preacher just like your daddy. Mm -hmm. I never saw that in myself. So I always told my mother, my radio show is like a ministry for me. So, you know, I'm always cautious about what I say. I'm trying to give people nuggets that they can actually apply to their lives. You know, this is mental health awareness month in the month of May. So I talk about things that that are applicable to real life. You know, everybody got their own drama. You hear about celebrities and their drama. Nobody don't care about that. I mean, we all got our own drama to deal with. We do. You know, by the time I see it, you done heard it 2011 times. Mm -hmm. What I need to keep talking about it for. Let's find some things that can actually help you on your path because we all connected together. So I felt like if I could be transparent and talk about myself and give jewels to folks, this is how we connect with an audience. You know, when I got sick and, you know, I, I got sick last year, I had a, a stroke, Yeah. you know, and I was making up the bed one day. I was like, wait a minute, I recovered from this. This is a testimony. I can share this to motivate some other people to start taking their asses to the doctor. Because wow. I, I denied that I was sick. I'm like, I ain't going to no hospital. My wife forced me to go to the hospital. So now I said, OK, I can wake I can wake some other people up. You know, so we can apply this to our lives and we can live a little longer. We are connected to each other, but we have similarities because of the way we were raised. Western civilization taught men, Mm -hmm. don't cry, be strong, Mm -hmm. hold your head up. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Take a nap, lay down, get up. You know what I mean? Right, right. Wow. Um, You were saying how you can contribute. And I I had thought about that guy when we first went into COVID, DJ somebody who started DJing online. The whole world blew up. Yeah, D-Nice. D-Nice. And in that way, it connected so many people. I love that what you do is your passion is in your heart and you understand. It's not about just, you know, regurgitating the same information. Everybody else talking about, you know, what's going on with Bobby Brown? Is Jamie okay? Jamie Fox? We hear that. But what about the chambers of our heart? What about the things that's in our lives that makes a different little stuff? Farting. Look, I was talking about farting the other day. And people, sometimes they'll understand a little thing like that is important because I was in the car and I had to fart. And I just want to tell everybody, please let your window down because this is the silent killer. You know what I'm saying? Because, but that's real stuff. Because if you, you know, when you crack a loud one, you don't even, you don't even smell that. I mean, maybe because people are running because they heard the sound, but you did a loud one. You don't really, but when you don't hear nothing, all of a sudden your your eyes start moistening up, and you'd be like your fist ball up just a little bit, and you'd be like, "Who the oh, it's like the real stuff?" If you can talk about real right. stuff with people, and when I plug into your show, the music is off the chain. But then you always got a flat question to ask. You know, you got yeah. some way to involve your folks. You know, yeah, to keep, to keep them man. engaged. You know, you got it. So, so, so that goes back once again to what I'm talking about. About that, that contributes to society. That that reminds people that they do have value. They have yeah. worth. You know, it's so funny. I was talking to a guy, uh, and when they hear the story, they go, "No, I'm talking about them." But I had a person came on my show, and he brought something very beautiful, a gift to give to someone in my audience. A beautiful gift. That's kind of expensive gift. 
But when he when he came on the show, you know, he 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 left and came back. And I said, but if you leave and come back, bruh, it might not be clear. You know, you should probably stay stationary. But he said, but if you want to take a chance, take a chance. So when he came back, show it live. Now he's on, it's murky, you can barely hear him. So I'm like, partner, I told you. You shouldn't have left, man. But okay, you here now. We got to go where it is, right? So we laughing, we joking. The show is over. His manager called me. He said, "I don't like how you made my guy look." You know, mm. I said, "How I make him look?" He nigga that was late, but I said, "He was like, no." He's like, "Well, how, how I make him look?" He said, "Well, you know, he come on your show, man. He give away this, this item, cost X amount of dollars, you know, to to nobody." And and you make him feel like a certain kind of way. And I said, well, first of all, let me correct you on a couple of things. Nobody on my show is a fucking nobody. Let's start with that, sir, first of all. Okay? Mm-hmm. You on my show at all. You you bad motherfucker. You exist. You're great. You're human. If you woke up, you somebody. So he wasn't coming on my show and one of my fans is a nobody. No, no, no. He came to give it and he didn't give it, you know, be like, well, I'm uh wait, who is it? Saint Nick or who's the guy who would go around and just give money just because he's a good guy. That that ain't what it was. Yeah. Peter Pan, something it wasn't like that. This guy, <laughs> this guy has a product. And like anybody else, you come to a major show, you show off your product, you right, give one away. So hopefully 10 people buy one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's what he was doing. Right. But you like, he'd give him a gift, but he had gave me one. It's some flash shit. I'm going to tell you about it, Cayman. You wait till I tell you when we get off it. Woo-hoo. So he gave me one. I said, look, partner, he can give a man. Because he had sent man. He got to mail it. He, you can give him a man. If it's about stuff, it's not about stuff. It's yeah. about your connection with your audience, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. That's yeah. why this was important to me when I was doing this, because uh, I started this when COVID started. And it was important because people need a place to come and laugh and pray every day. That's what I'm that's what I put forth. You know, we just did 600 shows, brother, and we still going strong. But I thought I was just doing it for people to laugh and joke. But throughout these last two years, people like you don't realize you saved our lives. You gave, on, us a, you gave us a place to go. You gave us a, a place to be, you know. So that's why I was thinking because you have to be saving lives. Your job, you do it so good. I ain't lying. You're one of the best I've ever seen do this. And hey, you, I, you know what's funny that you mentioned that, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but I think sometime with doing this, you don't really realize how powerful this medium is. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you think about I'm sitting in my own home. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to myself, really, but I'm just imagining people there. Right. Because I know I'm talking to somebody, but I don't know who it is. Right. When you actually come in contact with these people, it's like, oh, my God. I saw, Man, one of the, there's a lady that's one of my best friends now. Mm-hmm. I met her through something that I saw. I saw her doing an interview. And her interview was such a blessing to me because she was transparent. This lady got a lot of money. But she was saying that money didn't make me happy. I still deal with the same issues that everybody else deals That's with. That's right. Bottom line. But watching her in action, man, I cried. I was standing in my kitchen watching this interview mm. and the tears was falling because mm. it reminded me of some people. And I said, I got to get in touch with this woman. So when I, I saw her doing an interview on YouTube, right? So I watched the interview and I typed this little comment in there and I said, thank you for being so transparent. You're going to bless so many lives. Because again, it doesn't matter how much you have. It's not about the have or the have nots. You get sick when you die, man. Death don't discriminate. It don't matter. And so, illness, so, illness either. You got all the money in the matter. world. You cannot buy your way out of some things. Well, if you can't breathe, mm. look. And when I when I reached out to her, we talked for an hour, like we've known each other all our lives. And 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 the thing that came from when I watched her on that interview, when I typed that comment in. 
the guy said, I don't want to take up all the time. Let's read some of the comments here, see if you got any questions. So they went through a couple. Right. I see my comment come up on the screen, Mike, and I saw him looking at it. And she went, <gasps> came and Kelly. She said, oh, my God. I don't know if it's the came and Kelly. Uh-huh. She said, I listen to you every day. I hope this is you. I listen every day. And this is this was like a 55 year old Jewish woman. Wow. Right. I had no idea that she knew who I was. You don't know who you're touching. You, you know, don't know who you're affecting. Come on, man. And and it was it moved me to mm-hmm. tears yet again because here's what she said. She said, uh, music is one of my lifelines. Mm-hmm. She said, I, I still struggle with my mental health every day. And she said, and I listen to you. And sometimes I sit and you say the most beautiful things. It just brings me to tears. And she said, I want to tell you this. I hope this is you. And she patted her chest like this. She said, I really hope this is you because sitting on the radio sometimes you don't realize how much impact you have and she said you are one of the reasons why i'm still here whoo michael wow wow Brother, that and, thing and, broke and, me down wow and not to desensitize that but she was touching herself the whole time she was saying that uh because of that voice we gotta go on a break we'll be right black michael talk to everybody i'm here with came and kelly y'all at radio personality Star, voiceover, cool brother, B-Ray Black. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And we're back. We just found that button on the machine, brother. Uh, I've been here like my 49th, 50th show. The first time I found this button. And we're it's back. Like that old school news finger, right? <laughs> yes. It's like, I got to get all kind of little things. 
Uh, I can play in here if I want to. Hey, man, we're back with Cayman Kelly, radio personality. And you out of the D.C. area? Is that the area of Maryland? Where, where are you out of? Yeah, I'm in the D.C. area. In the DC. Born and raised, man. Oh, I love it. You know, I'm coming down there to do the improv in August. Uh, the okay. D.C. improv. You got to come through, brother. Um, here's one. Uh, it took a lot for you to break in. You say you got in for a minute and you got back out. Then you came back in. Was it difficult or was it easy? for you to get to where you are right now? Man, you know how often I get that question. Mm. You know, people lose and they call me. And I say, I'm going to be honest with you. Because I'm doing it now and and the level that I'm executing on, Mm -hmm. it looks easy. But you didn't see my backstory. Mm. You didn't see my struggle. Like I told you, I made $6 an hour. And I had to make a decision sometime, but it taught me a hustle. You know what I mean? Because yes. I ain't had no money. I had to put gas in the car so the car would keep going so I could go to work. So I learned how to use what I had to get what I wanted and what I needed. So if I had T-shirts, I pull up at a at a drive through. I pass the speaker and go to the um to the window. Uh-huh. So you know people be happy to see the station fan. Oh, what you got? That's what you got. <laughs> I give them that T-shirt. That's how I ate, man. So you know I learned to to hustle to, uh, barter. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. It's yes. bothering, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it did teach me a lot of life lessons. And one of the most valuable lessons that I learned, mm-hmm. uh, my boss was doing a review with me. And he said, uh, he said, man, you're a great guy. Everybody loves you, but your follow-up is weak. And I said, what do you, what do you mean by that? Mm. And he said, um, he said, you've been working in the overnight position for a couple months now. Never once have you come to me and told me that you wanted it full time. But my whole thought process was, and mind you, I'm learning through all of this. That's why I said these were some of the most valuable days of my life, because my mentality and the way I thought was if I did a good job, you'll come and offer me the position. So I'm going above and beyond. He said, no, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't matter what you do. If you don't speak up for yourself, we'll roll right over you. You have not because you ask not. Come on, bro. That's Mm. that's it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in, in those days, because of that, I still know how to operate from it. I don't even know if he ever remember telling me that. Mm. You know what I mean? But but it's one of the things that stuck with me. So I learned because I grew up shy. And I said, okay, if I don't speak up for myself, I'm never going to get anywhere. You know, so if you ask, was it easy? Hell no, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy at all because I had those days, you know, being broke and a college graduate. Right. I was like, damn, did I choose the wrong thing to do? You know what I mean? Do, should I give up? Should I find something else to do? I didn't know what else to do. Mm. That's how passionate I was about it because it was part of me. This is what, that was my goal. But it sounds like it was the dream and you kept pursuing it though. I kept, I, I didn't have no other choice, man. That's how strong my drive was. My dad told me, he said, sometimes your drive is so strong, you used to scare me. Wow. You know, because one of the things that the parents, and, and I, I, I classify my parents as naysayers. Because naysayers are people who look at your goals and they say that's too big to obtain. Uh huh. They will always say that, and they'll always say, that, especially about you. They mean well. Mm-hmm. They they don't want to see you get hurt, but as a result, you'll turn people's dreams down if if they listen to it. But my thing was, if this is who I am, you can't see inside of me. Right. I got this drive and this determination to make it happen, and you know they proud as hell of me now. My mother tells you, I will worry about you one time, but Lord, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> well, but though mama does know, though, you were still probably getting together. You probably still a little raggedy right there when she said that. Man, bro. 
But now you got it together, you know, and that's what happens if we do our work. That's what happens yeah. if we're focused. That's what happens if we have a dream or a passion to follow. And even if we just follow it just a little bit at a time, Come on, you bro, will actually Yeah, you'll yeah. see it. A lot of people make the mistake of going for everything all at once and it's too much and it daunts you. If you just mm -hmm. do a little bit at a time, you'll look up and then all of it will be right there. You know, that's so it. that's it. So I hear you speak to people on your show, but have you ever had to go after any guests? Do you ever have any guests come on and act out or anything? You got to make sure they calm it back down or change that that thing. I had one. I had one because I get along with everybody. Yeah, I've, I've never had an issue except that one. But I think there was some some mental health things. I don't want to mention his name. Right, right, right. It was it was brutal, bro. It really? That joke I should take this bottle and bust you upside your head. What? Uh, yeah, it was, it was ugly, but that's the only incident that I've ever had. Wow. And, and 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 the program director got mad with me. He said I blindsided the guy. Huh. I said, you know, you wasn't there. You wasn't there, so you don't know what happened. But, you know, I mean, sometimes, and you know this, man, a lot of times when you look at people, you know what you can get away with, and you can walk right, right up to that line. Right, 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 right. People, you're a good judge of character, but this guy, he boy, he whoo. And then I heard stories years later from other people that had the same interaction with this. So it didn't have nothing to do with you. He just it ain't had nothing to do with me. You know. Did you fart? No, he's he's got a chair that needs some three and one oil, and it's my chair, so I need to get some three and one oil. But he in it rocking it like Grandma from Whistler's Mother's. When you see the old Whistler's Mother's picture with the little little uh, uh, blanket, she had that little knitted blanket on her knees, and she's right. walking, and the, and the chair just creaking. I'm setting that jail and setting that jail. Not me about them rot to death. Wow, I'm I'm glad that that worked out for you, and then nobody get hurt. You know, what advice would you give? Because only because I, I'm talking about from bits that I saw in the book that said it was hard for you, and you had to keep going. It was hard for you. The main thing you already told us is it's about your dream, and you've had that dream, and no matter what happened, this is gonna happen sooner or later anyway, because you never gonna let go of that dream. But what advice would you give someone now trying to come in into? I guess what is I be? I don't even know. Cayman, what the hell is our business? What exactly do we do? Well, I know we entertain, but what would you call it exactly? What you mean, being on the radio? This, yeah, is this, but this ain't radio because people see us. They see us I and they hear us. And I, I don't care what you call it, dog. <laughs> but you know what I mean? People call you DJs. Some people call you on-air personalities, radio okay. personality. It's all interchangeable. They just call me Michael motherfucking Kaya. I'm okay. Like, if I can say that. Well. And they even leave my middle, middle name out of it if they had to go to church Sunday. And uh, yeah, okay. So you don't <laughs> care. You don't care. <laughs> name your two most exciting guests. Which two guests? And I'm going to tell you, my, to me, the two most exciting women singing right now, and it's just because I'm, I'm drawn to bodies, I guess. Uh, Beyonce and Rihanna. I love both of them. But however, you know I'm in love. I told you I'm engaged and yeah, I'm, I'm so in love that I am no, I am no longer, I no longer objectify women. And I've done it my entire life. Even when I was with other women, I've always objectified, you know, you look at, oh, look at her, look at her booty, look at them titties. Wonder what she do. You know, you be objectified. I don't do not. If I, Rihanna and Beyonce could be standing here butt naked, brother, with two hands full of hundred dollar bills. Swear to God, I couldn't think of nothing but Sonya, brother. I ain't never felt like that. It's like the craziest All right, Michael. thing. Okay. I'm telling you. I know you ain't. You, right. You'll see. Wait, Let's when you. Collapse. 
Mm. A little bit to the left, a little bit to the right. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So who's your two most exciting guests? Oh, my gosh, man. That would be hard to classify. You see, like, most of these uh, posters behind yeah, me yeah, you know, yeah, on this yeah. wall right here and one in front of me. These are most most of the, uh, well, not a lot, but some of the guests that I've had throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, Jesus, I'm going to tell you a story. And and I think this, and this just happened <laughs> recently. <laughs> And I think this actually validated my entire career. So I get a call on Monday, right? They talk about this town hall. Now, town halls on Sirius XM are like an interview, mm-hmm. but it's like straight talking. Okay. And they usually get another celebrity to interview another celebrity. Right, right. So, you know, I watched uh, Patty LaBelle. She got her poster back there. Right. And, you know, right. I'm like, I love some Patty. And I found out she was listening to my yes. show. That was like a what? Yeah. That was just a real moment for me. Mm-hmm. But Gail King came in to do that interview, right? So that's how special mm. these things are. Wow. So I get a call on Monday, and uh, my boss said, he said, you know, usually some stuff that come across my desk, I don't even bother you with it. I answer for you. But I figured I should tell you this. He said, we have a town hall that's been in the works for a while with Smokey Robinson, right? Mm. He said, I got Jeff Fox doing the interview. I called him already. He said, but I just got a request from Smokey that he wants you to do it. And I said, wow. what? I said, smoking on me? He was like, yeah, say right here. And I said, man, I don't want to step on nobody if you already got somebody in place. I said, I'm honored, though. He said, no, nah, it ain't got nothing to do with that. I called him, but Smokey requested you. Nice. So I said, oh, my God. And then, Michael, I still deal with some things, and I think we all probably do it, where you self-sabotage ourselves. Like, oh, my yeah. God, I, there's no way in the world I'd be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So we try to make all the excuses in the world so we don't have to do it. That's right. But I told my I told my wife about it. she was like, oh no, you gotta do that. I don't care what you gotta do. You know, you need to move some stuff around. You gotta do that. And I said, Yeah, you're right, because I think I would regret it if I didn't. When I when I said, Yeah, I'll do it, they said, Oh, sorry for the miscommunication. I think he just was thinking about something else because he got a new album coming out. And I said, Damn, I said, how can we deny a legend? Because here's here's my problem. This is my problem with the politics of radio. You know, everything has become, especially in America, we've pigeonholed so many things and departmentalized so many things. We wash our artists up. That's why they stay overseas, because they get much more respect for their art. Mm-hmm. And now we washing them up. And, and I said, no, nah, man, I said, you got to look at the value in this. You know what I mean? Because I said, and Smokey's still relevant. Everybody knows who Smokey is. He started this. Yes. You know what I mean? He was Motown. He is Motown. That's right. He worked with everybody on Motown. So I said, if if you look at it, he did a song with Charlie Wilson. We could talk about that. Yes. He did a song with Anderson Pack that Dr. Dre called him for. He finished <laughs> writing that song. That's it. We could talk about that. Mm-hmm. D'Angelo remade Cruising in 95. Come that on. was Smokey's biggest solo hit. Come that on. That took him five years to complete. Why we can't talk about that? Wow. You know, why wow. we we so one-dimensional that we're not good? You know, it's no good for our audience. So anyway, I said, whether I do the interview or not, I'm still coming. So I called my father, who I know is a huge Smokey Robinson fan. Me and him went to New York together. Nice. Now, had you known Smokey yet at this point? Did you know Smokey yet? I didn't know Smokey. I ain't know him. So so my father, I said, man, come on, let's go. He said, all right, Doc, let's go. So we go. <laughs> and um, we went up, man, and, and, and we were just sitting there. And I see Smokey go in the green room. I saw the back of him. And um, and then next thing I get this guy, he comes, he said, Cayman? I said, yeah. He said, um, Smokey wants to meet you. So I said, oh, man. So this is really real. 
Mm-hmm. I told my dad, I said, come on. He said, no, nah, doc, you go ahead. I said, no, nah, come on. At least you get to meet him and get some interaction like one-on-one. That's a good sign. So we go, in, we go in the green room and I open the door. My dad went in first. I held the door for my dad. And Smokey turned around and gave him this big old hug. And I said, he must think he me. Mm-hmm. So then I said, I said, Smokey, that's my dad. I'm Cayman. He's, 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 oh my God, man. He gave me a big mama hug. <laughs> like, and he, and he's like, oh man. He said, it's such a pleasure to meet you, man. I listen to you every day. And I said, what? He And he said the same thing that you said. He said, I love the questions that you ask every day. And I told my dad, I said, it's one thing for somebody to say they listen to you. It's another thing for them to say what you execute on the air. So I know he really. I steal some of them. I hear the shit and I say, oh, I know what I'm I'm doing tomorrow morning. I know my question tomorrow morning. (laughs) (laughs) I come right on in and I ask the question and they go, oh, he's so smart. I said, no, that's Cayman Kelly. Man, listen. That wow. thing put me and my father on cloud now. Wow. First, he's a baby boomer, so you know he has a different respect for Motown. Please tell me you, you took the picture of the three of you. Please. Oh my man, uh. somebody actually shot video when we walked in. They had their phones up. So I asked, I said, "Can you please send me that so I can nice. have that?" Nice. And, and I told Smokey, I said, "I don't even really know how to react to this. I don't have the slightest idea, but man, I'm honored." I wow. said, you just you just validated my entire career. I mean, here's a man that's 83 years old that's gone all the way through history, and you know who I am. And he don't look 83 either. Man. And he knows who you are, brother. That man, that was crazy. You're a great you man. About a, guy. a lot of people know who you are, but a lot more needs to. You're you're really the cream of the crop, brother. You're top flight and top shelf. And it's just a real plum pleasing pleasure to have you on this show, to have you, you sitting here talking to me, man. Look, microphone to microphone. It's, somebody should take a photo <laughs> of this so we could have a, you know how to snap that? Make a, get a photo of that. Because this is so great. And uh, and you my friend. I love you. I appreciate you. Yeah, I love you back, man. Shoot, there's some stuff we need to get to talk about. Oh, man, 30 minutes go real quick, man. Good I told you, you'll look up and be gone, but you have a, a permanent uh, guest invite. You can come back anytime, man. You can come back and decide a topic, and we can do 30 minutes, man, because together yeah. we, we talk about some stuff now. Hell yeah, because I want to talk about the voiceover thing and how we got into that. Yes, and and the only thing is they've been on my case about staying on time. You know, yeah. I'm supposed to be doing 30 minutes. I come in and do an hour. I do <laughs> I do uh, 48. I do it. Now they say, okay, well, any overages on editing now, Mr. Carrier, goes to you. So we cutting this sucker right at 30. <laughs> It's right there, dead. That's it. But no, um, it was a plum pleasing pleasure for real to have you here. I love you, brother. You're so great. You're great yeah, at what you, you do. Man. And I tell I tell the listeners, please, you got to go to iHeart and check in my station forty eight, Heart and Soul, not iHeart, Heart and Soul on Sirius Radio. I'm iHeart all day long. Like if we had to do a drive by, I'm iHeart. Drive the drive by on Sirius. And no, I'm just joking. We ain't doing none of that. We gonna have peace <laughs> and we gonna have some love around here. But uh, brother, tell people. How to find you. So I am on Sirius XM Heart and Soul Channel 48, Monday through Friday, noon to 6 Eastern. Um, I'm on Instagram, which is my favorite platform. That's at Cayman Kelly, C-A-Y-M-A-N-K-E-L-L-Y on Facebook at Cayman Kelly. And that is it. And CaymanKelly.com. And you are great. Please give my best to your wife. Please give her a big old hug for me. I love you, brother. Blessings go out to your father and his spirit, man. It stays with you. You're still walking as a king, man. You got it from a good source. And I'm very proud of you. And we all proud of you. And of course, big country. 
Shout out to Big Country, okay? <laughs> God is great, y'all. Thank you. Hey, uh, Michael talked to everybody today. I was talking to Cayman Kelly, yo, and I'm asking him to come back again so we can do some more because we just scratched the surface. Around here, we talk to everybody. That's right. And we having fun, fun, fun. And the gospel strippers are finally, no, they're not. Okay, I'm sorry. Scratch that. They're still not here yet, but we keep inviting them. Remember, they only accept tithe. We'll see you at the next show. Michael talks to everybody. Remember, tell your mama to call me. Okay, see you. Bye. I had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael Talks to Everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram, just under at Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya 135. I have a very sexy webpage called TheRealMichaelKaya.com. You know, you go over there, you can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. Or if you really love me, you can go to my cash app. That's dollar sign, Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I accept green stamp, food stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if you got some time left on it. And my morning show, oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time, yo, five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll see y'all later. <laughs>